Hello and welcome everyone to the All Things Education podcast, where we learn tips and tricks to achieve our best in secondary and tertiary education. I'm your host, Mary Coleman, and today in this episode, we are going to be discussing all things university, particularly what are the top things you need to be doing before starting the academic year. This is going to be especially helpful if you are in first year university and this will be awesome because you'll be able to realize what you need to be doing to start the year properly. Also, stay tuned until the very end to see how you can go into the draw to win a $50 stationary e-gear voucher. This is perfect for all the first year uni students because you can get all of your stationary supplies done and dusted before the academic year starts. Alright, let's get educated. First of all, can I just say, wow, I cannot believe it is 2022. But yes, it is the start of another year. And some of us has already gone into the school year. But for those who are going into tertiary education, particularly university, which is what this episode is concentrating on today, the academic year hasn't quite started yet. I think that the first tip I could give you guys is just to really ensure that you have received your course offer. I know that sounds so silly, but make sure that you have received that email and make sure that you have enrolled into that course. The second step is when you have enrolled into your course, whether that is by replying back to that email saying, I accept the offer or you have to sign something or you have to click a button or whatever you have to do to enroll in your course, do that. And then you have to enroll into your classes. So this is completely up to you but in my case I chose the option so that the tutorials and the workshops are on the same days and this way I am condensing the content into one day it's not cramming but it's a smart time management tactic which we'll be speaking about in one of our upcoming episodes hint hint so yes if it's helpful for you guys choose the tutorials and the workshops on the same day Another tip is it is super helpful to know people who are already enrolled in that course. You can choose and find out what days they're going in for the lectures and tutorials and you can join them. And that will be awesome because you can then form a study group around the friends that you know and build it with other friends. But if you do not know anyone, that is totally fine. University is not about the social life entirely. So it's completely fine because you are going to definitely find a study group when you're in one of your lectures or your tutorials. You might notice that you kind of see the same couple of people every now and again in your classes and just walk up to them and say, hey, do you want to study together later in the afternoon? So some more tips that I've got for you guys is try to choose days to attend tutorials and workshops that work for you. For example, if you know that you have a social, a sport, a religious, a work commitment on a certain day, then you can't necessarily go to university on that day. So let's say you have a job and you know you're always working on a Thursday from 9am to 3pm. Well, of course, you're not going to be doing any lectures or tutorials between that time. And you're probably going to be really drained after work. So you're just going to be cutting out the day entirely for anything study wise. So basically choose the days that are going to work for you. So another tip is to choose the time that also works for you. If you know you're going to be staying up very late on a Wednesday night due to a sport commitment, you're going to be not that motivated to be able to get up and go to a 9am lecture the following day. Universities are quite good that they've got lots of options of days and times now for courses. I know particularly for mine, I was able to choose between quite a number of days I wanted to go in. Again, even though it is good to have friends and know people that are doing the same course as you. Make sure you don't choose classes entirely because that's what your friends are doing and don't choose and make sacrifices just because your friends are doing a certain class and you want to join them. 
So you're always going to find new friends at university. I think that's the one thing that many people kind of get a little bit nervous about if they're not going to be able to find friends. Everybody finds friends in university. So don't stress about making friends because you will find them eventually. And yes, don't choose the classes just because they're doing it. If you choose classes that suit your time and your needs, you might already know one or two friends that are coincidentally just doing those classes. You're going to make more friends as well. So do not stress. Another tip that I would really love to give you guys is figure out how you are going to get to university. So this is talking about transport. How are you going to get there? If you are driving to university every day, you need to consider parking. So where exactly are you going to be parking? Parking, especially in the city, if you are going to a central city university, parking can be very, very, very expensive and it's going to cost a lot over time. I always love using public transport. I think that is a great method to get to and from university. It really depends what time in the morning, again, or what time you're leaving university in the evening. But if you are able to catch public transport and it is available close to your house, then definitely go and do that. I mean, there's trams, there's buses, there's trains. You can potentially even carpool with other people as well. Not that that's quite public transport, but that is another form of transport that you're saving time, petrol, you're being environmentally friendly, etc. Another tip, it really depends on what course you are doing. Really make sure you balance your studies with your leisure activities. I mean, I remember in year 12, I just went ham on the study and just studied all the time. Basically dropped my social life almost entirely. Of course, still went to formals and whatnot, but I was definitely not putting a lot of effort into my social life. It wasn't a priority for me. So I think university don't continue that trend and definitely try and invest a bit more time in your social life. But again, find that balance and know your limits and how much can work for you. When you are in the lecture, the one piece of advice that someone has given me that I'm going to share to you guys is that when you are in the lecture, do not take notes. When you are sitting there and you're listening to the professor, do not take notes, just literally listen to it. Most universities now record the lectures. They record the tutorials, the workshops, whatever you're doing, generally it is recorded. And especially with COVID now with people isolating and staying home, these online facilities are going to be used a lot more frequently. So definitely I would recommend to not take notes during the lecture. Maybe take a couple of notes if you really have to, take any due dates down or whatnot. But I think afterwards when you get home, when you're studying, re-watch that lecture and then take notes. That way you are able to pause, rewind what your professor was saying, really absorb the content. But it will also be a really good refresher and a pre-exam study period that you're able to do just because you will hear the professor repeating what they've already said. So don't take notes in the lecture, take notes after the lecture, re-watching the lecture online. If the online version is not available to you, then probably you might want to take notes during the lecture. You're able just to really absorb everything the professor is saying in that lecture. And you're really able just to get an idea of what they're saying. It is probably a good idea to get a laptop as well. You will need it eventually, so save up now. I think it's really important to either buy an iPad or a laptop when you are in university. It is that much more helpful. So you have to submit your assignments online generally through the university uh, database. So you're probably wanting to be getting a laptop ASAP if you prefer to get an iPad or a tablet of some kind where you're able to digitally write notes and complete your assignments on there, then do that. I think a laptop is that much easier and definitely designed for university students. So I would probably recommend getting a laptop more than an iPad or a tablet or something, but again, completely up to you. Okay, so 
let's just talk all things orientation week now. Just before you go to university, I think it's great to attend the orientation week or the O week if there is one available. Just try and attend as much as you can. You really want to be able to make yourself familiar to the university campus. Generally, university campuses are quite big. So definitely just check it out. Make sure you are aware of where you need to be going. Generally, they'll do tour guides that are specific to the course that you're studying or the faculty that you're going to be studying in. So for example, the health and medical sciences, they're going to be showing you all the relevant buildings that are related to the health and medical science faculty. So definitely go to orientation week. It is going to be heaps of fun. You'll be able to meet people. You'll be able to get free things. You'll be able to enter giveaways and contests. And the universities honestly put so much effort into O-Week. All the students do as well. So go support it and you will gain stuff out of it as well. If you're not sure what O-Week is or if they're hosting it, just ask them, call them up and be like, hey, are you guys doing orientation week? You should be hopefully getting emails from your university as well. So check all of that out. Alrighty guys, we're just going to take a super quick break. Thank you so much for listening so far. We hope you're finding this content very helpful, very useful. Keep listening to the very end to find out how you can win a $50 stationery e-gift voucher to one of the best stationery stores ever. This is absolutely my favorite stationery store. So if you are interested in getting some back to school supplies, stay until the very end of this episode. Not long to go now and you can figure out how you can win a $50 stationery e-gift voucher in three very easy steps. Okay, let's jump back in. Okay, so you've probably already considered this and thought about this when you were selecting the course that you wanted to undertake, but you really need to ask yourself the difficult questions in the course that you are studying. For example, you are studying a Bachelor of Medicine. The end goal, you have to ask yourself, what would that be? Is that that you want to be a doctor of medicine? Well, then what area would you like to work in? You really need to have a specific focus about where you want to be working in that field. So for example, medicine, you say, well, what part of the body do I want to be looking at? Or do I want to be doing research in medicine? Or am I just going to become a GP? Or am I going to become a brain surgeon or an oncologist? There are so many different areas of study that you could be choosing in your particular course and if you just explore it in the faculty so the health and medical science faculty that is even a broader topic so you really had to narrow it down ask yourself those difficult questions why do I want to be this how am I going to become this and when will I become that so you really need to ask yourself time-based questions and realistic questions that will be able to help you achieve your goal in your desired career When you are studying, you are obviously studying to eventually have a career. So you want to be developing those skills that employers are going to be looking for, especially if you are working in a very sociable area. For example, psychology is a very sociable career because you are interacting with people pretty much every single day in your job. So you really want to be developing those skills that employers are going to be looking for For example, those social interaction skills, if that is what the company or the career area is what you're going for. And you want to be developing your uh, thinking skills and your creative skills, really any skill that you can think of, you want to be developing it if it fits into the category of employment that you are searching for. If you are given the opportunity to join clubs at your university, definitely do it. It is that level of fun that 
balance, like I was saying before, between the work to lifestyle. So you've got the work, the study, all of that, and then you've got the life, the fun, the social. So if you find that balance and you're joining clubs and societies and whatnot, then you're going to be cultivating that social side of your university experience. If you are interested in chess or playing a sport or debating or any topic that you desire, I am sure your university has it. And if it doesn't, start one up. Why not? If you are given the opportunity to work internships as well, definitely keep them at the forefront of your mind because vacation work and internships are things that you will eventually have to be undertaking. Usually that is in your more towards your final years of your study, but if you're thinking about it now in first year, it gives you a really good idea of the direction you want to be taking in this course and it gives you something to work towards. I would highly recommend guys that you take the time to get to know your professors. These people have so much knowledge. They've been teaching for a very long time. They understand the course. They know what they're talking about. If they sometimes don't explain what they're talking about very well to you guys, trust me, they know what they're talking about. So get to know them, build a very good professional relationship with them because you are willing to invest in this course. You are willing and you are prepared to invest in this career pathway. And they will reward you in that way potentially by giving you help in the lecture or after the lecture and really just do whatever you can just to build a really good professional relationship with your professors, your tutors, your lecturers. It will just be so beneficial in the long run and you'll be so thankful at the end. And build a relationship with other professors and tutors and lecturers that maybe aren't in the particular class or course that you're doing. You never know how someone might be able to help you in a particular field. So get to know the professors in the faculty that you have. So for example, again, health and medical science faculty, get to know all the different professors. Even if you've spoken to them once or twice and just said hi, build enough of a professional relationship with them that you would be able to ask them for help at any given moment. So university, I don't know about you guys, but many people do move out of home, not necessarily in their first year of university, but in maybe second year or third year, they might start to consider moving out of home. You might be an international student, therefore you are having to move out of home and you are living in a small apartment or maybe a house or a uni lodge or something like that. Doesn't matter where you're living, even if you're still living in your parents' home or you're having a shared house, it doesn't matter where you're living, guys, make a budget, please. You need to be able to manage your money. I think in university, it is super easy just to be able to spend all your money and just kind of blame it on the university life and the fact that you don't have time to budget and manage your money. It's particularly prevalent in young adults when they are given lots of freedom to have their money and to spend their money and they're working and they're living alone, they just blow all their money. So definitely budget your money, save your money and just be able to manage your money effectively, even if it's just managing it slightly. It's a lot better than just spending it all. There are heaps and heaps of different budgeting sites and software and templates that you can use if you are struggling to be able to how to make a budget. If you are kind of wondering about how to make a budget or how to plan out and invest your money or manage your money, I love listening to the podcast called She's on the Money. So they have a website and a podcast and a Facebook group. You can check them all out. This is not sponsored, guys. I'm just a great advocate for it. I absolutely love it. I love She's on the Money. I've been listening to their podcast for ages since it came out, basically, just because it is such a helpful podcast. It gives you tips and tricks from a financial advisor and really just discusses how to gain financial freedom. Now, I guess it is sort of aimed more towards 
females and younger females, so I guess under 30. But guys can definitely listen to it as well. They can gain a great understanding of how to manage their money. So I would highly recommend that. They discuss so many topics from moving out to investing to just how to manage your money. There is just so many topics to think of off the top of my head, but it is absolutely amazing. So definitely check out She's on the Money. It's a beautiful podcast. I absolutely love it. And I hope you guys will too. So another tip is that whenever you are given career advice in your particular field, I think just jot it down. If someone ever says, starts talking to you about, let's say you wanted to become an actor and they were talking to you about the acting industry because you mentioned you were interested in becoming an actor. They give you some really good piece of advice. I think just have a page in a notebook or the notebook that you have to write down little notes and quotes and just, yeah, write down that piece of advice and create that whole page or that whole notebook just full of career advice from that particular field. Now, we were talking about the career pathway just before, and I think it is really good to have a clear insight about where you want to take this career or this course. So do you want to lead it into the clinical side of your course? So would you like to complete a PhD? Where are you going with your postgraduate pathway, basically? Are you going to be moving interstate? Are you going to be completing a master's? What are you going to be doing after this course is complete? Will you be a qualified professional in whatever area you're doing? Like, how are you going to become the person that you want to be when you finish the course, if that makes any sense at all? (laughs) So just looking at the money side of things, just jumping back a little bit. So most universities do have some sort of financial assistant for you. So if that's fee help or HEX or whatever state you're in, you've got some sort of different like financial help. I think that particularly for things like HEX and fee help, it's super important to be able to make sure that you're putting money aside to pay it back. If you are not aware, so a financial support such as HEX or fee help. I'm not actually really aware of the other ones in the other states, but those are the two that I know pretty well. It basically is a monetary loan. So you are loaned the amount that the course costs. You have to pay it back though. So a loan means that you will have to pay it back. You are therefore in debt. So you do not want to be in debt for too long anyway. And you pay back your financial support after you make a certain amount of money. So it comes out of your tax. But yes, that might be changing very shortly. I am not a financial advisor, so I can't actually say anything about this too much. I can't really give you advice about what you should be doing and how you should be paying this back. But I will just say that it is really good that you want to be paying it off as soon as possible and whenever that is feasible for you. So definitely just save up some money if you can and eventually just chip away paying back that fee debt. Also, just try and save money in general. I love to do the 80 to 20% rule, which is I, whenever I get a paycheck in, 80% goes into savings, 20% goes into spending. So I take the amount that I get and then I times it by 0.8 and that gives me the amount of money that I'm putting into my savings. So that's 80% of the total amount. Again, not a financial advisor, can't really tell you guys to do that, but I would highly recommend if you would put some money away, even if it's $10 a week, that is good enough. Find out what works for you. How much can you save? How much are you spending? How much can you cut back on your spending? And just try and save as much as you can. Another tip just moving away from money and talking more about study is keep on top of the work. Keep on top of all your lectures, writing your notes and attend the lectures, guys. Don't slack off. It is so hard to make sure that you attend every single lecture, but it will be so helpful in the end because you'll be physically present for every class. 
Of course, all things COVID, it is hard to be physically present if you are quarantining, etc. But if you have the option to be present, definitely do so. And before you guys start the course, I know that university for most is starting in the next couple of weeks. So please read up on the content, the syllabus, buy your books, get educated before the year starts, guys. If you are able to get a head start on top of all the other students, you are definitely starting the year right. You're starting the year properly because you're kind of getting your brain into study mode, which is awesome. But make sure you are living that balanced study life. There is nothing worse than if you're just constantly studying and it's just not the best. You've got to have that balance between your social life, your study life, your work life, everything. It's just, it is just life. You've got to be able to have that balance. So I think the top takeaway tips for today is just really be familiar to the surroundings at the location the campus of university that will really help you get prepared you won't be late to lectures because you got lost and definitely get to know your lecturers your tutors your professors get to know the people and the staff that, that are going to be educating you for the year or for the course Definitely try to stay focused in class, but make sure you are not taking notes during the class, but rather listen back to the lecture afterwards and take notes then. Just listen in class and really just try and gain the best understanding that you can. I didn't actually mention this before, but I think it is super important to make sure that you don't ever, ever plagiarize your work. Don't even plagiarize a little bit. Just never plagiarize at all. University is so strict with that. They will sniff it out in a second if you're plagiarizing even the tiniest little bit. Just please, guys, promise me you will never plagiarize because instead of, you know, using a bunch of resources to find your work, you're just using one and you're writing your entire essay on one source. And a lot of that information, if you're copying and pasting into yours, it's just not a good vibe. Guys, I just, I can't stress it enough. Don't play dries. Instead, read as many resources as you can. Find as much content as you can on that topic and try and get a really good understanding of what you are doing. And last but not least, don't let study overwhelm your life. Make sure your study is a priority, but don't let it overtake your life. It's, there's nothing worse than when study just you know, succumb someone and just, it's just not great. They become a study rat basically. <laughs> and they just, you know, keep studying and studying and studying and they don't have time for anything else in their life. So that is all from us today at All Things Education. And if you like this episode, definitely be sure to let us know. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite platform. And remember that the advice given on this channel and on our socials is general information only. If you have any specific personal health, well-being or educational issues, definitely reach out to a professional such as your GP, school counsellor, university counsellor or just a trusted person in your life before making any final decisions. Please do not take this episode as specific personal advice. It's just kind of based on what's worked for me and the advice that I've been given in the past, but it's not personal advice to your specific circumstance. Hopefully you now have more information about the topic you've listened to today though. Okay, so now it's time to talk about how you can enter our very own giveaway. So we actually have one $50 Kiki K e-gift voucher that you have the chance to win. And to enter, you need to be firstly following us on our Instagram page. Secondly, screenshot this episode and post it on your story. And don't forget to tag us. And if you are private, just send us a message on Instagram letting us know that you've entered. Okay, 
So that is all from us today. Thank you so much for tuning in to the All Things Education podcast. I'm your host, Mary Coleman. And for more tips and tricks, definitely go check out our Instagram page. See you next time.